Welcome, beautiful humans, to Empowered Sobriety. I am your host, Lindsay Fauna. And I'm your other host, Abigail Gerber. We are both trauma-informed life coaches in hopes of empowering individuals to see beyond their addiction and recovery into compassion, love, acceptance, and freedom. Empowered Sobriety is a podcast for those considering sobriety, are newly sober, or already living a sober life and wanting to up-level their growth in sobriety. Each week, we'll be dropping episodes discussing topics such as childhood traumas, PTSD, sober dating, and sober sex, how to enjoy the social scene, and is AA the only path to sobriety, plus so much more, along with bringing on other sober coaches that have done deep transformational work like we have, we are also hoping to bring on anyone who feels called to be coached on air by us. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empowered Sobriety Podcast. I am Abby, and I'm also joined here with my amazing and gorgeous co-host, Lindsay Fano. Hey. Hello. We're just talking, and Lindsay wanted to bring forward a vulnerable share. I'm really, really honored, and I'm really proud of her vulnerability. I think it really attests to a lot of the work that she's done in her sobriety to be able to ask for some coaching. She's asked for some coaching from me to guide her through her patterning. There's some patterning she has of binging and restricting. I identify with this too, especially, yeah, I definitely identify with that, especially around my my sugar. Mm sugar addiction. So thank you so much, Lindsay. I really, really appreciate you. And I know this will help a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for agreeing to hold the space for me and to support me. It is the most obvious thing in my life right now, especially, you know, being sober from alcohol and nicotine. You know, I talk about my lists and one of the things on my list is food. The binge and restrict has really been, when I look at it, it's really been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, you know, being 18 and like going to this place to go sign up to be on a diet where you eat five times a day and like your food isn't, that you're eating isn't bigger than like the palm of your hand and you know, six almonds and a piece of string cheese was like a meal. Um, And Mm -hmm. it's very apparent to me when I walk into a grocery store and that equals healthy food and the restriction, right? So there's certain aisles that I go down, there's certain food items that that I go to and that's the restrict part. And then anything outside of that grocery store is binge. So it's like Mm -hmm. understanding that I identify certain things with the binge and restrict and then, you know, the shame that comes along, along with it. Yes, absolutely. I think I just want to note for listeners, really this Empowered Sobriety podcast platform is that addiction is a very normal response given everything that we've been through. Mm -hmm. Lindsay and I will shout from the rooftops. It's never the substance or the behavior. It's what's really lying underneath everything because the binging and the restricting is a symptom. 
So we treat all addictions. I mean, the detoxing is going to be different for for substances or behaviors, but the underlying issue, those are the addiction or the behavior. Those are, again, those are the symptoms, but it doesn't matter anything from binging and restricting or the heroin addiction. It's all, that's all is a symptom. So we treat it very unanimously. We don't judge that part of it. Like we really want to find out like what's driving you to that behavior. Right. I think this podcast addresses a lot of that. And it's also a question that a lot of people have that I've heard from many people is like, yeah, okay, well, what's causing them to to drink? Mm. So I feel like we really address that a lot in this podcast. And for you, Lindsay, is... Let's take this one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Tell me, when you binge, how does it feel? Before the criticism comes in, how does the binging feel? So it feels as though there's a part of me that's present mm-hmm. that is really like running the show because the inner critic and the judger that's normally there, like, isn't there. There's this really big part that I am very unfamiliar with. It's like all my other senses are turned off. And it's this hunger or this desire or this, like, wanting that is so intense. It's, Mm -hmm. like, flooded my body. It's almost the anticipation of relief. Mm. And there's this like sensation of just like this open space. There's this this spaciousness that's in my womb, in my sacral, right? So what's down there? Mm-hmm. Sacral. Mm-hmm. Base of your spine. Mm-hmm. Area and like, mm-hmm. but like my belly too, you know, like. Okay kind of from the top of my stomach mm-hmm. all the way down to the base of my but like that whole area, okay. there's just this space and it's open and I mm. feel it and I need that to be filled. Okay. Because there's so much unknown in that spaciousness and it feels like hunger I don't know if okay. that answered your question. <laughs> it does. It does. So what I heard you say was there's a desire for a space to be filled. Mm-hmm. There's a hunger. Mm-hmm. Kind of teasing this apart a little bit. Do you have any awareness of what precipitates the thought of I need to fill, I need to fill, I'm hungry, I need to fill this space? Is there anything that happens beforehand. Mm-hmm. Just take your time too, because these are these are questions that a lot of times we're not aware of. I mean, I could guess. Okay. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Lack of sleep. Okay. Stress. Like anxiousness or anticipation. Yeah. Mm. Good. Anger mm-hmm. or frustration. And then sadness. Good. 
Yeah. So sadness, anger, frustration, stress, lack of sleep, anticipation. What do you think like the energy of all those feelings are? If you could like describe the energy of frustration, anger, lack of sleep. Mm. Ramped up or revved up. Okay. The picture that I'm getting is um <laughs> like <laughs> my my body is like almost floating above like I'm in a standing position, but it's like I'm floating mm-hmm. above the ground. Like my feet aren't on the ground. Okay. They're not planted. They're not grounded. That seems like inf- good information. What do you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I just was thinking about my responses and like I saw myself in freeze. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and I know that like fight can come after that. Okay. And I, I'm feeling into that I'm aware that my normal or quote unquote patterned fight response mm-hmm. isn't great. You know, it's it's not something that's useful or helpful to me. And then I direct my attention to food. Mm. Tell me a little bit more about that. I guess let me let me rephrase. When you say that your fight response is not useful, what does that mean? I can example my relationship with my dad just because it's what's <laughs> on my my brain right now. <laughs> yeah. We are in a situation where we're getting excited, whether it's high stress or um, frustration, and he is triggery. And so he has, you know, a short fuse. So he might say Mm -hmm. something and my, my initial response is freeze. I just freeze. And then my second response is to fight, which is Mm -hmm. to say something hurtful back at him, right? To throw it back to him. It's not useful. Mm. Well, it is. It is useful because it's a self-protective mechanism. Mm. Is it healthy? No, but it's useful mm. because it's how you protected yourself. Mm-hmm. Probably, I'm assuming, childhood too. Mm-hmm. So can I share what I just got, which is downloaded yes, for me? please. Yeah. So I just kind of like was envisioning or picturing a moment, many moments, not one mm-hmm. specifically, but um, after mm-hmm. a binge and I'm laying in my bed mm-hmm. and I'm feeling really shameful mm-hmm. and I'm just tearing myself apart, what's the payoff mm-hmm. in that, right? Like, because I was thinking about it, I'm like, oh, like, you know, then I feel so shameful and I'm mean to myself and my inner critic and my judger come up and just ripping myself to shreds about the binging. Yes, to that being the pattern and the cycle. And what I know <laughs> about things like that is like there has to be some sort of payoff. 
Mm-hmm. What do you get from binging? Before you answer that question, let's check in with your body. Mm-hmm. Is there any area in your body that is feeling anything in particular? I feel like we could use your body to answer a lot of these questions. Got it. Um, Because your mind's going to want to come in and answer the questions, mm -hmm. but let's let your body answer the questions. Um, Tightness in my chest, for sure. Restriction. Okay. Tightness in my jaw. Okay. Good. Yeah. Any sort of natural movements that feels good, just as you just slightly open your jaw? Would it be okay to do another back bend as you were doing before? Would it feel good? To, yeah, good. I was just about to say, move your neck. Continue breathing through your nose. And would it be okay to allow these feelings, just to allow them to be here, to give them permission to be with us. Good. What's most present for you right now? I am aware that I am so heady right now. Um, that I am using caffeine mm-hmm. to also stay in my head and out of my body. Oh, that makes a lot of sense because being in our bodies is really scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. That's really good awareness. And that's just a wonderful example of being truly present with what's going on right now. There's this like desire to be with my body right now. And I have this awareness that Mm -hmm. the caffeine that I drank this morning Mm -hmm. definitely keeps me above my neck. Okay. Like I had said that like revved up or amped up Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. It keeps me there also. Um, and what's coming to me right now is like, I'm in the cycle as we speak of enjoying the sensation of like this, like emptiness in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And I've been drinking more caffeine because again, it takes me out of my body and into my head. Mm -hmm. And when I am in that binge cycle. Good. You're doing great. I tried to like find that sensation or that desire for the sensation of feeling empty because then that means that I won't want to eat as much. Yeah. I don't know. That was confusing. It's okay. So backtracking a little bit to one of the first questions was what was precipitating the feeling before the binge to fill this space 
Would you say that maybe there's a need that needs to be filled when you're feeling frustrated, sad, angry, stressed? Maybe support or like the need to feel heard. Okay. So lack of sleep, stressed, frustrated, angry, sad. There's a need to be heard. It sounds like your body, does this, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like your body needs to be heard. Yeah. Or do you think your voice, like your voice, or is that what you mean? No, that sounded really resonant when you said that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you have a need. Your body has a need. Okay. And then let's go back to that question again of what do you get from the binge? I want to say like I get to stay in isolation, misunderstood. Okay. Um, maybe like victim-ish. Okay. Yeah. So when you binge on food, you get to stay a victim. Does that resonate if we put it all together? I'm not entirely sure. I have such a hard time okay. with that word. <laughs> What's coming up for you? That's good. Oh. This is all part of it. This is all part of it. <laughs> Everything is welcome. Uh, I do too, by the way. <laughs> So I'm I'm right I'm right in there with you. Um I'm feeling like mother wound. Okay. With that word. The next word that comes up is like that is resonant to like victim is like weakness. Mm-hmm. And I just have this very difficult time <laughs> with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that I can, I'm going to victim, I'm going to like, um, like n- lack of responsibility. Keep going, keep going. Just let the, let the brain dump. Uh, yeah, like lack of responsibility, resourcing you know, tools and support when I'm in that state. Mm -hmm. When you said mother wound, I'm sensing into infancy. Mm. Oh, fuck. I mean, our nourishment comes from our parents. Mm. Our bellies literally need to be filled by our parents. And everything, our nervous system is attached to our parents. Mm -hmm. So everything from them, so there's a lot of outside needs to come inside until we can learn to take care of our own little nervous systems as we eventually separate from our parents. But a lot of times when we're really young, there is a lack of quote unquote nourishment and we have to, we have that impulse. I mean, most of us do 
have that impulse to take something from the outside and bring it inside. That will nourish us. Hmm. Um, I know that she had a really hard time. She said I would like scream and cry, but she couldn't. Um, I don't know what it's called because I'm not a mother, but when like the milk isn't, it's like hard. I don't know what it's okay. called, but um, okay, yeah. she couldn't produce, like it wasn't working and I was hungry and she couldn't provide that. Okay. So there was that disconnect, but that's real that I know about that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Not even sure if that's relevant. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to say. It could be part of it. I don't know, but that seems knowing what you and I know about developmental psychology, that could be part of it. Also emotional needs to not being met. It's all of it. It's not just one thing in particular. It's a lot of different things that bake the cake, so to speak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So see, this is kind of how I'm interpreting what you said and see if this makes sense. And it's totally fine if it doesn't, is the binging is filling something for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fulfilling a need. And where the victim comes in is that you're taking something from the outside, so food, substance, whatever it is, and bringing it to the inside instead of listening to your body, using your tools, you know, taking responsibility for, for whatever's coming up. It keeps you in that cycle of the binge, of the victim binge, because you're using something from the outside instead of pulling something from the inside, like um, using some sort of tool or internal tool to help you alleviate the anger, the sadness, the feeling tired, feeling frustrated. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then see if this makes sense. Where the restricting comes in is your inner critic. Uh Beating yourself up for not using your tools. Uh Yeah. Does that resonate? It's totally fine if it doesn't. That's just my interpretation. Yeah. Again, I'm having such a hard time seeing it, you know, and like wide lensing it. And I'm, again, the disconnection to my body Mm -hmm. is making it challenging for like anything to land, you know? Okay. So do you think it would be okay to just take a few breaths? Mm Mm-hmm. I noticed you rubbing your eyes as soon as you said, "It's I'm having trouble seeing it. So why don't we just take a step away for a moment? Because we went pretty deep for a second. We were hitting on some, on some things. Can you feel your feet? Would it be okay to wiggle your toes? Roll your ankles around? Move your wrists around. Yeah, good. 
And then actually, I'd like for you to open your eyes and just kind of look around the room. Good. Yeah, look up, look down. You're doing great, Lindy. And I'm right here with you. Pick an object in the room and can you describe it for me? Like the color, the shape. Um, she knows what I'm doing. <laughs> it's a cup that my coffee's in mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's glass and it's about a quarter of the way full. There's condensation. Good. Good. Now pick another object. Good. Let that yawn. (laughs) (laughs) All, any bodily function is welcome right now. Um, I have a macrame on my wall. Mm. It's like cream colored and it has a piece of wood and it's in kind of like a V shape or like a triangle. Perfect. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Good. How do you feel now? Do you feel like you're coming back? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just continue to breathe. Look at me and my smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Thanks. I'm really, really proud of you. I honor your vulnerability and your willingness to go into it, into the deep part of ourselves that we protect. Yeah. Let's just breathe here for a moment and see if anything, anything comes up, anything at all. Is there anything you need? How about that? Is there anything you need right now? Um, would it be okay to like hold yourself as I hold you? Mm. What's always been helpful for you as if you, when you've gone through this, like, I know you're wearing headphones, but for me, it's like pulling on my earlobes, holding my neck, my throat, just whatever feels good. Or if you have a blanket, it's so nice to wrap up in. Just holding yourself, bringing that motherly energy to your body right now. Good, yeah. Just a loving rub on your chest and your belly. What do you like to say to yourself that's very soothing? I'm okay. We're okay. We are okay. We are okay, yeah. Um, our feelings matter. Mm. Yes. 
you are worthy. Mm-hmm. So acknowledge and validate. Acknowledge and validate. It's okay to not be okay. I've got us now. Mm, powerful, yes. You do have you now. And it's okay to not be okay. I'm noticing that the um, the tightness in my chest is gone. Good. What about your jaw? Still a little tight. Okay. Good. Would it be okay to rub your hands together, create some warmth? Good. Just create that chi or that prana. Good. Yeah, exactly. You knew exactly where I was going. Perfect. Covering your eyes. Breathing deeply into your belly. Oftentimes when we are in trauma, we'll start to breathe through our chests. But to help us move away from those scary feelings is to breathe into our bellies. I'd like for you to really honor yourself, Lindsay, and your little girl, your inner child today, for doing this work. Maybe say to your little girl, I'm really proud of you. Thank you for coming in. Good. Yeah, move your jaw around, stick your tongue out. It may take the rest of the day for some things to work, work out, but just as much as you can, pay attention to your breathing today. Yeah, kind of let go. Good. Okay. Are you able to take any rest today at some point? Yeah. Okay. Really try and prioritize the rest. Yeah. Try and fill the need of your body. You just went through something right now that's that's big. And your body's going to need to recover. So I don't want to assume what it needs. So you'll have to notice that. But yeah, my guess would be rest. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Of course. Let's take a deep breath. Shake it out. Mm. You know me, I love to shake. Good. Good. Shake it out. This was a great session. I really honor you, Lindsay. This was huge, dude. Thanks. I feel this- so much more connected to my body right now. Good. Good. That was Good. that was a trip. I'm not really sure yeah. where I went there. In the middle, but <clears throat> I went somewhere. <laughs> that's all part of it. I. That's how people are living their whole lives. Yeah. You know, 
disconnected and just gone for years. And, you know, you just helped so many people just by going through this. I know you did. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Thank you, Lindsay, for this gift. Tremendous gift. Thank you for the support and holding the space Mm -hmm. and just really nurturing and leading in such a beautiful way, really. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Let's end it here. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Next time we see each other, we'll be in California. Hey. (laughs) So exciting. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week. Bye. Let us know if you have any questions or comments. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to Empowered Sobriety. We are nothing without our community. If you'd like to be coached by us on air or have any questions, email us at empoweredsobrietypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at Empowered Sobriety Podcast.